Welcome to Behind the Drop Podcast. We're live and direct out of a studio that shall not be named because they... I've never had so much issue getting into a studio before in my life. Yeah, it was a lot. I'm going to do it on Zoom next time. You had to take a projector out of its case. Our thing is... The polystyrene. It's it's annoying, but like, it was very tightly packed in. I know, I saw. My bag was tightly packed for the day. I was like, okay, I think I was like, okay... This one. You were not happy. I was just like, what's going on? I wanted to get a drink. I know. You had to get checked in. I had to show my ID to get a drink. (laughs) I don't even have my ID. I normally have my ID, but. Uh, But anyway, it doesn't really matter. That's it. Do you know what? They're they're just keeping us safe. They're keeping us safe. Security. Security now at at, at the studios. God forbid we can't record this podcast and then people don't know the biggest stories the scandals music. exactly exactly so yeah everyone's just doing their jobs you can't you can't get angry at people for doing their jobs except you <laughs> i was just I, I didn't get angry i just i just checked myself i just wanted to get a drink so I still like, that's all i wanted in life um, so thirsty exactly other than that how you doing i'm doing good um summer is here summer which is good so yeah i feel like happy the countdowns of glass is on it is and it's stressing me out i need to get outfits outfits tents supplies Everything. i have nothing yeah um i'm a last minute person i'll do it my last no me too but you have to order stuff that's what's stressing me out like i need to get an airbed airbed yeah you need like that is i need to do that today yeah so like airbed like some sort of like bedding <laughs> yeah, sleeping bags, sleeping bags. Huh? <laughs> that one's not the worst thing in the world bedding how are you gonna take there like change the no, sheets every day no 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 but I yeah and then yeah I haven't done a camping festival in literally I think almost eight years yeah it's it's, it's gonna be tough I pray for you nine Someone, years DJ called Lil Sears with her last night I was like you going to go yeah yeah what well, day are you going I was like oh I'm DJing on Saturday but I'm gonna go on Thursday she's like I'll pray for you <laughs> don't cause that's same same as me I was like I'll pray for you I was like yeah, so, so, so some people can't, she's like, I can't do it. I literally can't, but, ba- oh God. It's because obviously like we get to bring a couple of friends. Yeah. And they're so gassed. And I just feel like for them, one extra night. Because it's either you go on Friday or or like yeah. Thursday. Going on Thursday is better also because you, when you get to set up your camp. Because if, if you're on Friday, there's less space. There's exactly. Not, or no space to set up your tent. Yeah. You're not on some random, you're on top of someone else. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I think it'll be nicer, like more chill. It'll be a good vibe on Thursday. Yeah. I've actually never been on a Thursday. I've always gone Friday. The Thursday night is sick because everyone just goes crazy. But it ends at like two. So you can't go mental, mental. But like it's... It's, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's some of the best. I think my time. friend's DJing on Thursday anyway, so it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. But the camping I don't, it takes it takes like products <laughs> for me to look like this. <laughs> well, it's not natural. I, know, <laughs> I mean, natural. it's natural, but you know, like I like my face cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, you can bring that, but it's just like you're not gonna have like a bathroom to to get ready into it. Oh That's what I mean. And like footwear. I yeah. don't have I don't have appropriate footwear. Buy some wellies or some boots. I do boots rather than wellies unless it's raining. What kind of boots? Like hiking boots, like tough boots. This is just not a look. Yeah, but it's like, glass. Ha- Nobody's no. looking at your feet. Everyone's going to be looking at. But not your feet. They look to me. But, no, but not, no one cares about no, your true, feet. True, 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 true. That's like the rules at Glasto. You, you go from like the head up. No, no, I mean the duck torso, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And like, like a. 
I need like a bum bag. Yeah, definitely need that. Like all those, all these things to take take stuff in to go around with. But I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be. I just remember last time I had a wine bag. You know how wine? No, boxed wine, but it's in in a, in a bag, isn't it? Oh no, I hate that. That makes me feel sick. Well, yeah, I mean, but the, I'm talking like nine years ago when I was a baby. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do that now. No, I, I think for Glastonbury, the best thing is to take. You just got to do spirits, and then like, like you, you make your own drink, like in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's, but you can it's, bring everything in. So but it's very good. strong. I mean, cause concentration. Because you don't want to be taking a piss that much. So you don't want to be drinking beers, really. So you just want to be like, but you, unless you really cool, you just and sip rum straight, which you, some people can. But mine will be like two thirds rum and like a third, liver, you know? a third, a third pineapple juice or something. Why is it fucking liver? You take a little bit, same alcohol, it's the same amount of alcohol you'd be drinking with Coke or something. Yeah, but dilution makes it less harsh on your stomach, no? Yeah. I don't know. Does it? Four days, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Right Doctor right. me. But anyway, so what, what podcast did you listen to that on? <laughs> oh, God. The medical podcast. Yeah. Anyway, back to today's podcast. Uh, yeah, what have you got for us today? Oh, my God. I really hope we didn't do the same one because we're, we like. We haven't. I just don't think you'd choose this person. Okay. Is it male for male or female? Male. Yeah, same. Go on. Okay. So I'm covering the story of Drill Legend. Okay. There's no reaction from you yet. Who built the bridge between the New York and London drill scenes okay, so in his 12-month career. Pop Smoke. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Oh my god, Adam. Well, at one point, you just said, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought, uh, do you know what? When I said drill, I thought you, like, I would. No, I was just waiting because I was like, I mean, he's not. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. This is good. I like pop smoke. Oh my god, you scared me. I like pop smoke. I was like, something, another thing cannot go wrong today. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it <laughs> we would do be, not need any more hiccups. We're already typical. recording on the day it's coming out. That's how we do it these days. Quick, quick. <laughs> Slang it to the streets, record it and get it out. Do you know what? By the time you're listening to this, you're going to be on the commute home. and So will we. Literally. Yeah. This is how quick we can bang it out. Exactly. But yes, I will be covering the story of Pop Smoke. And obviously we know how quick his career rose and like ultimately ended. But when I was researching this, I was like, shit, it was literally 12 months. Like all, like everything happened in really? 12 months. The, yeah. what, what, there's no backstory. There's no like come up story. Like few mixtapes. Like, like he, by the time, like he was. He's, it's actually mad how young, because he didn't give off the appearance of someone so young. And his voice is like lower than. Yeah. He's just seen, yeah. You'd think that guy was, you know, mid to late 20s in terms of just like. His aura. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. He wasn't doing dumb shit. Yeah. Kind of mad. I know. But yeah, it was 12 months. Um, okay, let's get into it. So Bashar Barak- Baraka Jackson, known as Pop Smoke, was born July 20th, 1999 in Brooklyn, New York. 99. <laughs> Where were you in 99? Jesus. <laughs> Preparing for the millennium. Yeah, millennium. Do you know what millennium? <laughs> you know what I, my mom made us do um, during like... Uh, New Year's Eve because everyone thought the world was like well, what was it com- called Y2K they thought the computers wouldn't be able to handle the, the, the new digits. number the two they wouldn't be able to go zeros. Out to, did we program it to do a two that's why they didn't know <laughs> um, we, we filled all our 
baths in the house with water just in case like the taps didn't work or something. The taps wouldn't work. I just remember I had to fill up the bathtub. Maybe I'm blaming my mom. Maybe it was just me. Nah. Little kid. Nah, you would. No, 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 no. Whatever 10 year old is going like, I'm going to fill up a bathtub. (laughs) Just in case. Anyway, so Pop Smoke had an older brother and attended nine schools while growing up. He was expelled from eighth grade for bringing a gun to school and spent two years under house arrest after being charged with possessing a weapon. Eighth grade with a gun is quite wild. Yeah, so that's 13, 14 years old. That's mad. Yeah, and me when in 1999, just four years earlier, I was just filling up bathtubs. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, that's, but it, it, it paints a picture of like how he grew up and his environment and stuff. He started playing basketball and even ended up relocating to Philadelphia to enroll in Rock Top Academy, which is a premier prep school for basketball. So that's really cool. Um, but unfortunately, he was diagnosed with a heart murmur and was forced to leave the school. This eventually led him to turn to street life. He started rapping during a 2018 visit to a Brooklyn recording studio with Jay Guapo, another rapper. He initially was remixing popular New York drill tracks, but became the first American rapper to adopt the UK drill sound. And he came up with his artist name as a combination of Papa, a name given to him by his grandma, and Smoke Oguap, a childhood nickname. In late 2018, and literally this is like the beginning of the 12 months, Yeah, <laughs> uh, he rapped over a beat by 808 Mellow, a producer from Ilford, um, that he had put up so 808 Milo put up a um, a beat on YouTube and Pop Smoke recorded NPR Panic Part 3 remix and since then they began collaborating um, with each other uh, bringing Pop Smoke's Brooklyn sound um, Brooklyn take to 808 Milo's UK beats I love that this is random brother just uploading stuff on YouTube and literally Netflix. but that's how it happens isn't it yeah it's the it's the younger generation, Adam. I know, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> I love it. It's trans transatlantic, just like yeah. But cool. Imagine like because we were obviously coming up with the internet and stuff, but I, I guess like, but we kind of still have like the analog way of like this is how you get into the music industry and stuff like that. Whereas like for people born in the late nineties, you like the internet's all you know. So yeah. you, the endless possibilities of just like socials being. On top, I think it totally changes the mindset of how you go about things, but not to downplay like like their talent or anything like that. Mm. Like it wasn't just chance, but like that couldn't have happened in No. You know. Maybe a beat tape could find its way into someone's hands, but no, yeah. just definitely not. Like people sending in CDs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of, of music to well, that's um, to A and R. He's not going to yeah. send it to an unknown rapper. <laughs> you don't really yeah, even know. Yeah, because they were both like unknown, unknown. Yeah. anyway. Mental. Um, so just a quick, like, back, background of drill music. Um, it was born in the early t- 2010s in the impoverished neighborhoods of the south side of Chicago. And Chicago drill is more characterized by its, like, deep bass lines and rhythm- rhythmically divided hi-hats, while New York drill had tended to be a bit more of a smoother production and more closely aligned with East Coast hip-hop, which originated in New York. Chicago historically lacked educational centers and witnessed high murder rates and gang activity. And drill that came from there is noted for its dark, monotonous beats, steely synths, and nihilistic, often violent lyrics. 
It spawned a movement in London from about 2013, which in turn influenced a later New York iteration um, in about 2018. Uh, UK drill is a subgenre of drill music and road rap that originated in Brixton in South London from about 2012. Um, borrowing from the style of Chicago drill music and road rap, UK drill artists often rap about violent and hedonistic criminal lifestyles. Typically, those who create this style of music are affiliated with gangs or come from socioeconomically deprived neighborhoods where crime is a way of life. UK drill is closely related to road rap, a British style of gangster rap that became popular in the years prior to the existence of drill. UK drill often exhibits violent language and provocative lyrics, resulting in the genre being cited as a reason for an increase in knife crime in London. Um, and it's developed a production style, a different production style than Chicago drill, taking heavy influence from earlier British genres such as grime and UK garage. And in an interview with Complex, Jammer noted that without grime, there would be no UK drill. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. What? No, it's true. It's very true. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's like it's, it is a mix of all of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, so they It's got a bit of like a like UK like style. One hundred percent UK slang. It's not a complete copy, but like, yeah, I think it's yeah, like you said, road rap. It stands grime, on its own, I Chicago. think. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, UK drill is generally more fast-paced compared to its Chicago counterpart. UK drill beats are generally structured around a trizillo. Hat and that's even. I don't, know, I don't know if it's Chicago ones, but they're normally around 140, which is the yeah. kind of grime tempo. Yeah, exactly. Um, I took the words straight out of my mouth. Oh, sorry, is that the next thing? Instrumentals often also have a sliding bass, hard hitting kicks, and dark melodies. Um, but yeah, the 808s and fast tempo snares in UK drill are a derivative of grime music. Um, yeah, and like around the 140 BPM. Um, like UK Garage and Grime. Um, so back to Pop Smoke. On the 28th of Jan 2019, he released Flexing. And during this time, he also befriended producer Rico Beats, who also knew Stephen Vicker. And Stephen Vicker is a record executive, artist manager, music publisher, and A&R representative. He also founded and is the CEO of Victor Victor Worldwide, and was a senior vice president of A&R at Universal Music Group. He worked with artists such as Kanye West, Pusha T, The Dream, and managed designer Tyga, The Dream, Cash Money App, and eventually Pop Smoke as well. Rico, Steven, and Pop Smoke met, and Steven signed him to Victor Victor Worldwide and Republic Records. Pop Smoke even flew 808 Mellow out to New York, and on the 23rd of April 2019, Pop Smoke released his huge single, Welcome to the Party. Welcome to the Party. So that is straight after him getting signed? Yeah, it seems so. And, so, and, what, Wait, and what did he get signed literally off? Literally three months after. Did he like, have a track that he got signed off? Do you know what I mean? Was he blowing up? Was it, was it, was it, welcome, was it like, ah, oh, little track, little track, met this so guy, he, you're he sick, welcome to the party. the track Flexin. Flexin. Yeah, so... Um, he got signed off that track, I, I guess. Because it happened in that. three fucking months. Yeah, let's go listen to back to that one. Um, yeah, so he released Welcome to the Party, which is, everyone knows, produced by 808 Mellow. There were loads of remixes that were recorded as well, um, and two official ones being released included Nicki Minaj and Skepta. Yeah. Imagine! Yeah. Like, Straight away. You just get signed, like, 
you have this huge hit to and also because one's US one's UK like anyway he's always had that kind of um, transatlantic dynamic um, after that track success UK drill production and frequent collaborations with 808 Mello went on to become a common feature throughout Pop Smoke's discography mm-hmm. he released his meet up oh, <laughs> sorry he released his mixtape Meet the Woo on 26th of July 2019 again three months later after that um, he released singles including War with Lil TJ, 100,000, well, 100K on a coot with Cal- Cowboy. And five months later, on the 27th of December 2019, he appeared on Travis Scott's Cactus Jack Records compilation album Jack Boys and on the song Gaddy, which also was co produced by 808 Mellow. His track debuted in. This track debuted and peaked at number 69 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, which was his first chart appearance or first Hot 100 appearance. And two weeks after that, on the 16th of Jan 2020, he released Christopher Walken. And on the 7th of February 2020, he released his second mixtape, Meet the Woo 2, featuring Quavo, A Boogie with the Hoodie, Fabio Foran and Lil TJ. Um, this mixtape did really well, entering the U.S. Billboard 200 at number seven mm. and was his first top 10 hit in the U.S. Um, and a Meet the Woo tour was planned to start in the U.S. in March 2020 and end in the U.K. in April 2020. Just, was it a world tour or just like, or just like I think just, U.S. and U.K.? Bang, bang, yeah. bang. I mean, he knew what was working. And like I think even in the U.K., he like announced the dates and then like I think the demand was just so high so like they added more dates and everything. That would have been mental. That show, obviously the world's, and, and he died before that, but like that those shows. Would have been crazy. Just because, well, just, just those two tracks because it's just been yeah. absolutely, everyone would have just been. Do you remember like seeing all the videos of like the streets of like New York? Mm-hmm. And people just like, it, it looked like a block party. And yeah. just like, it's just crazy. Like it's giving me shivers thinking about it. It's also a bit cold in this room. He had some legal issues um, on the 17th of Jan, 2020. After returning from Paris Fashion Week, Pop Smoke was arrested at JFK airport for stealing a Rolls Royce Wraith. Which How'd is, you steal a car? Which is, which is worth $375,000. Um, he had reported, reportedly borrowed it in California for a music video on the, um, uh, what's, uh, with the understanding that it would be returned the next day. Yeah. But investigators believed that he had arranged for the car to be transported on a flatbed truck to New York. Wait, wait. It's like also like a really long drive. So hold up. He, he borrowed a roll. We say borrowed. What? From who? I, from I Rolls Royce. No, I don't. I think like someone. But I mean, like by this time, he's like. That's hilarious. Yeah, the upper echelon of peeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to bring it back tomorrow, bro. I'll bring it back a car back tomorrow. And then just, just takes it to the other side it. of the country. Yeah. Um, so he had been posting in front of the car on social media. And the car was ultimately recovered at his mom's house in Brooklyn. I mean, so he did steal it. <laughs> <laughs> just took it. After his arrest. Uh, police also then questioned him about a non-fatal shooting that play- took place in Brooklyn in June 2019. They thought he had information on the shooting as they claimed to have footage of him reversing in a car near the scene of the crime. But um, they also pressured him to give info about the Crips, GS9 and other gangs, but he refused to talk. 
He was ultimately charged with grand theft auto. Excuse me. Posted a 250000 bond and submitted to drug testing and to stay away from gang members, which affected some of the live shows he was doing due to known gang members um, that were going to be in attendance to some of the shows. And then on the 19th of February, 2020, Pop Smoke was renting a house on Airbnb, a house that is owned or was owned, not sure, um, currently, uh, by Real Housewives of Beverly Hills' Teddy Mellencamp and her husband in the Hollywood Hills. He was at the home for a four-day trip in L.A. And there, there's there been like conflicting stories of whether there was four men or five men that were involved in in the murder so, yeah, I don't know if it's four or five, but um, it definitely included two minors who were who were part of that group. But I think the oldest person was like 22. Like they were still all really young. At around 4.30 a.m., four or five, hooded men, including one wearing a ski mask and carrying a handgun, broke into the second story balcony of the house. The intruder held a woman named Amelia Rose at gunpoint and threatened to kill her. To kill her. I believe her and... Pop Smoke were like there together and I think his childhood friend was there as well. Shortly after she heard the men shoot Pop Smoke three times, the police arrived a few minutes later and Pop Smoke was rushed to Cedars Sinai Medical Center, but he was pronounced dead a few hours later. He was only 20. 20 is mad. Yeah. Most yeah. 20 are, yeah. yeah. Like you're at uni, your second year. Yeah. Going to like phone parties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, mm. and he was in. The, sorry, I think he was in the shower. He was in the shower. Yeah. So it was like four in the morning. I think maybe him and Amelia Rose were like whatever, mm. and then yeah, he was in the shower, and then they held her at gunpoint, and then well, let me. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, the LAPD initially thought this attack was gang related, but that but they concluded that his death was part of a home robbery gone wrong. It is believed that Pop Smoke's it is it was believed that Pop they stole Pop Smoke's gold watch and other jewelry before running away. In May 2021, a 15 year old, the youngest of the five, four or five intruders, allegedly admitted to killing Sm- Pop Smoke over a diamond studded Rolex. Um, during an interview with a recorded interview with a cellmate at a juvenile deten- detention center, he told the cellmate that at first Pop Smoke had complied with the request for jewelry, but then tried to fight them, which resulted in his death. Ultimately, the intruders made off with his Rolex, which they then just sold for $2,000. The day before his murder, Pop Smoke and his friend had been posting photos on their socials, one including the address of the Airbnb they were staying at. So I think he got like gifted and then was posting what he was gifted. And then like the address was like in heard, the story. I thought it was either the, was the address actually in the story. Yeah. I thought it was like the number or the, the house was there and then people just knew where the house was. Maybe it was a combination of. That's mad if you'd post your. Yeah, but people but don't you know, know in it. They're twenty know years sometimes, old. Sometimes, like you know, I've I've been lucky to have been gifted. Yeah, and I because like and then if you get gifted, you kind of post about address. it. Yeah, and then if you're kind of posting it with like the packaging in the background or something, shit, like you actually have to think twice to be like, oh shit, I should put that somewhere not in on socials, which is a public profile that whatever. Exactly. Um. 
It's just so sad. For two, like, anyway. He also posted um, a story of some gifts he had received, one with the address of the place. Yep. Apparently, a talent manager at his record label saw it and asked him to take the story down. And I, and apparently he did, but obviously it was too late. And I think people were posting on Twitter and stuff because I think his fans were like, there's no way that this is like this is a conspiracy because I think he was like possibly on trial for the Grand Theft Auto and stuff. So they're like, oh, like it's a conspiracy. And people had screenshots of that story, mm. which is also like when you're watching a story, like why are you screen like everyone does? Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Oh, it's really quite, it's really quite scary because you never really know. Mm. And then there's been stories, have, haven't there, of like people being stalked by like posting photos of where they are. Because if you add the location, obviously, of where you are when you're there. Yeah. And then people can stalk you and then they'll figure out the geotag of like where the photo is taken. Like, People were people are crazy. Oh, people are crazy, and I think sometimes I, I, I mean, you can never be too safe, right? Mm. But sometimes I like won't post the location until I'm not there anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I yeah, I always do that. Yeah. I basically do my stories the day after. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's because I'm not actually that savvy. Some people are just like some people have this like. Ten, I guess it's again maybe slight like an age thing. They can. When I pull out my phone, it yeah. kind of like detracts from the moment. Same. But there's some people who do it so naturally that it doesn't. Mm. Like Ilana, for example, yeah. she can do it, but it's not taken away. Yeah. It takes away from me. I have to shift my mindset almost. Yeah. I'm like almost like job mode or something. Exactly. So like I tend to now just like have my phone and like take videos. Yeah. And then the next day I'll post it or something. Yeah. Um. We're really showing our age in this episode. I know, I know, I know. I know We're not know. even old. <laughs> it's just technology is moving too fast. There was everyone who, I can't remember the other, I mean, this is actually crazy. I can't remember the name of the rapper who died. But again, it was, they say, they think it was because his girlfriend oh, posted up that they were at this particular restaurant mm. and they went and got him. Well, went to try and rob him and then it turned the same way. I can't. I See, this is like the cryptic part because, I mean, like Shade Borrow and stuff always say like, they find like two people who are like on holiday and it's like the same spot. And then they'll be yeah. like, oh, this person's with Central Seas. Yeah, that yeah, must yeah. be, I think, look at the black shade of the, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? like crazy. But then obviously that's just gossip. But sometimes, you know, it's fatal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, who has the time? But then, yeah, people are doing uh, the same. So on July 9th, 2020, so March, April, May, June. So about four and a half months after three adult men and two minors or Two adult men and two minors were arrested for the murder. One of the adults was were charged with murder with a special circumstance that alleged the killing was committed during the commission of a robbery and burglary. Another one charged with attempted murder. And the two juveniles were charged with murder and robbery in juvenile court. While investigating this robbery and murder, the detectives were given access to a Google account linked to an email address to one of the suspects. And the searches throughout the evening included the house's address. One of the searches was Rolex Oyster Perpetual Date Just, um, Breaking News LA, and then a news channel, um, like an LA news channel's website. Mm -hmm. One of them, which is quite creepy, I think, when you start looking back at it, it's like, shit. 
One of the men, only one of the men have been charged so far, Corey Walker. He was 19 at the time and is now 22. He is awaiting a pretrial hearing scheduled for the 16th of June this year, like two weeks, in L.A. One of the killers was a minor at the time, has pleaded guilty in Inglewood Juvenile Court and was sentenced to four years and two months in juvie, in a juvenile facility. Um, a few months after his death, his family announced the creation of Shoot for the Stars, a foundation Pop Smoke wanted to create before his death with the goal of helping and inspiring inner city youth. Imagine being that young and just being like Where's having ideas like that. Um, so he's had some posthumous releases since his death. Um, quite a few, actually. Um, Dior was the second single off of Meet the Woo and his first posthumous Solo hit, peaking at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 and 33 on the UK singles chart. In March 2020, 50 Cent announced that his on his Instagram that he had decided to executive produce and finish Pop Smoke's debut album. Featured on the album include Quavo, Future, 50 Cent himself, Tyga, Little Lil TJ, Lil Baby, Da Baby, Sway Lee, um, Rowdy Rebel. Pop Smoke has said he wanted to take his mother to an award show and 50 Cent made her a promise to take her to one when the album was completed. But I don't know if he actually did. Maybe he did? I reckon he probably did. I hope he did. If he's a man of his word. His debut album, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, was set for release on the 12th of June 2020, but was pushed back out of respect for the George Floyd protests and they released the lead single, Make It Rain, featuring Rowdy Rebel instead. Rebel's verse was recorded through a collect call as he was incarcerated at the time. Um, the album's artwork was created by Virgil Abloh. Do you remember? It was terrible. Um, but it had a, quite a lot of criticism. It was terrible. It. It was, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I literally, I was like, who? Like, this is a prank. It was like pop art or something. It was literally, like, I could have done that and yeah. I don't know how to use Photoshop. Um... It had a lot of criticism from fans as they called it lazy and rushed and disrespectful. And it's so out of character from, from Virgil, I feel like. I mean, I don't want to speak bad of a death, but I'm not sure. I think there was the Octavian artwork, which was also equally terrible. I don't so think he was weird. that great at designing stuff. Really? Those, at when designing like, covers. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, what cover has he done that's good? I mean, fair. I just never really thought about it. But like when I, yeah, that or like you need to Google if you're listening and you haven't seen it, you can't remember Google it because yeah. it's actually like shocking. Yeah. There's only two. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if he's ever done, done others yeah. because sometimes bad news gets, but the Octavian one, which is an emoji, but like just like oh, an, yeah. for just an emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Then like he got the emoji, put it on a black background and was like, here's your artwork. That's so like creative director vibes. Yeah. <laughs> but even if they did it, like, I don't know, say Drake's one where yeah. he's like all the emojis, but like that works. This one didn't work. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, I don't, yeah, it's, it's better. Um, yeah, it was really shit. And it was, it was literally a picture of Pop Smoke with like chrome roses and like barbed wire, just like copy and paste it around his face. Like it was just so strange. Um, so people even like set up a change.org petition to have it changed and tens of thousands of people signed it. And unless it was marketing, because then everyone started doing their um, own versions. Okay, true, but as, like, but he's like dead, like, yeah, like, yeah. It's not just. I feel like maybe that would be a, a good marketing thing. Well, because they kind of did that with the Drake album, didn't they? Like, people, am I getting it mixed up? Or people were like, "I'm this one" or something. I don't know. 
At that point, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that was that was happening. Um, well, I'm the black one. <laughs> no, no, maybe it wasn't like that, but something. I just remember something. Um, eventually, Ryder Rips, a conceptual artist, ended up creating the final album cover. Thank God, which is one chrome rose on a black background. Very like it's really classy. And Pop Smoke's mom actually chose this to be the final album cover hours before it was released commercially. The album was released on the 3rd of July, 2020. It, re- uh, it reached number one in several countries, including um, the Billboard 200. All 19 of the songs on the album charted on the Billboard Hot 100. And on the 20th of July, 2020, what would have been Pop Smoke's 21st birthday, a deluxe edi- edition, including 15 new additional tracks, was re- released. It remained on the chart for 28 weeks and is still and was still charting in the top 10 on the Billboard 200 over six months later. A second posthumous album called Faith was released on the 16th of July 2021 with a further assistance from 50 Cent. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, making Pop Smoke the first artist to have their first two posthumous albums debut at the top of the charts. And another deluxe album was released on what would have been his 22nd birthday. Well, he was busy before that, though, to have two albums out. Mm. Because, yeah, you're 20. You think, oh, you think you put everything into that one album in a way. Yeah. So th- those 12 months, he really made them count. He put work in. But yeah, that's the story of Pop Smoke. That's crazy. I, 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 I don't even know about that second album. Faith. It's a sad story. It's really sad. 12 months though. Isn't that bad? He actually took the game over. Yeah, he was everywhere. You could not go to a party and not hear Dior or Welcome to the Party. Like right. you could not. It would get played multiple times in a night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Every Easily. DJ would play it. It's like, oh, like <laughs> every hour. Um, yeah. yeah. I just remember like those years like 2018 2019 drill was just it's, it took over the uk and just you're, you're so right in terms of like i'll just scroll down on his like spotify to like his discography to see if there's any early thing the first thing he put up is flexing in 2019 it's the only track that's the first mm. one and he got signed and then released another track got nikki and <laughs> skepta on it and eight and that's 808 as well the first track mm. So he's just like... Yeah, but I mean, Adrian Bell is like killing it. Like... Yeah, we need to do like a little producer kind of um, little show. <sighs> but yeah, respect to him because that is... Yeah, to take over the game like that in 12 months. I mean, think what he had done in three, four years, five years. And you're so right. Like, for such a young person... He didn't give off that vibe. The energy is not twenty. It's not a twenty-year-old. Yeah. Really, he wasn't. He reminds me of Fifty Cent a lot. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of. But again, when when did Fifty Cent come out? Probably, well, mid twenties, late twenties. Yeah. So that's the kind of vibe he, he is. Yeah, I think that's why it was a good choice to him to do the album because it's just like I think he's like oh he just reminds me of me, like New York guy. Yeah, so that's the story of him and what could have been. What could have been. That's, that's literally is, is what could have been from that. So that's the main takeaway. Because mm-hmm. if he had more time, he would have taken over the... He'd been mad. Yeah. Been mad. I mean, I think this is 
going to show as a reminder like of how great social media can be, but it can also be like super scary because you are just so exposed. 100%. I think, yeah, I think people have now semi learned that from the Kanye, well, when Kim, the Kardashians got robbed, I think that was partly oh God, into social media. fucking terrifying as well. This one, other rappers, like I think now people are a lot more careful. It's like, yeah, with that location thing and definitely posting at different times. Cause and also like all the, all the expensive shit that you have, like, yeah. Some people blame, like, like yeah, but it's not even just you. It's about the people you're around with. Like you've got to like take on a different mentality in a way. Yeah. It's wild. It's very, very wild. Uh, behind the Drop podcast followers Behind the Drop two P's on all the socials and let us know what you think of the episode and we'll be back next week. Bye.